Welcome to What Is It All For, a podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It has been... Many weeks, but we're still here. Oh my gosh, we missed you all so much. And by here, I mean in your ears because exactly. physically we're not where we were when we last we spoke are, to you. We have been so many places. <laughs> Got a bunch of stamps in the passport. Uh, we're still in Europe. We're still traveling. We're still yes. doing it. We're still happy. We're yeah. still glad we made this decision. Actually, I kind of feel like we're entering a new era, which is oh. that like, oh, we've been doing this for, it's almost six months now. Yeah. And I feel that we kind of know what to expect. Yeah. We know what challenges are ahead of us. So yeah. that feels kind of good to feel like less uncertainty and more just like we're in it. We're on the journey. Yeah. And I think just to kind of like where we last left you, it was, hey, we're feeling a bit overwhelmed. We got to like cut yeah. some things. And and I think that that feeling of overwhelm really is not ever going to go away yeah. throughout the rest of this year. Because as we've talked to like friends and other people, like it is just a lot. It's a lot to, it would be so much just to be traveling because of all the planning and the thinking Mm -hmm. and all the decisions you have to make in every new place has all these different things, which is amazing and great. But then we're also working and we're running two businesses, you know, while doing this. And then we're also trying to create content. So it's just, it's just to share with you the reality of we'll probably end up taking another break from the podcast at some point this year, but we're trying to get back into the swing of things and give you a recap of essentially what is two to three months yeah, I think of it's travel. Like eight weeks, maybe like yeah. what we've been up to the past eight weeks. All right. So you want to give them the rundown on what I we're going to cover? I, we're going to cover, I think three different countries, like yeah. all kinds of Airbnbs and yeah, our intention with this episode is just to kind of give you where we last left off, where we are now, so you can hear all of the fun travels and journeys, and we're going to share with you the amazing fun stuff that we did and the hard stuff too. Also, if you for some reason hear us be like, uh, uh, it's because we have the windows and doors open yes. in the Airbnb where we're currently staying because it has no air conditioning, which is totally fine, air conditioning because it's totally fine, but we've had like a couple like larger flying uh, insects that mm-hmm. have come in that we've had to be like, oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, so if that happens, oh, we'll just keep it in. It'll be fun for everybody, but it's, it's very, also magical. It's very nature yeah. what we're doing right now. And if we, if like a rabbit comes by, Caroline will get very distracted because I you love, see a rabbit I love the rabbit. Yeah. Okay. Where are we uh, picking okay, back up? Okay. So where we last left you off. So we're going to catch you up. I think the last travel update that we actually did was we were in split Croatia. Okay. I had just had COVID. Okay. Which is hard to believe because that feels like forever ago, but it yeah. wasn't. And we luckily, when that happened, we were one of the very few moments where we were in split for a long, like I think two weeks or so, which the timing worked out perfectly, but we moved to a different Airbnb, which is still one of our favorite Airbnbs called Villa Paletta Yeah, in Old Town Split. And Jason, what was your favorite thing about Villa Paletta to tell, share with everyone? Oh, well, it was 100% the indoor cave pool. It was the I indoor mean, cave pool. This, this basically was the part of the home that had existed from like the 1800s or whatever that they, they kind of kept and yeah. then they rebuilt the whole guest house uh, next to it. But it's like this little cave that you walk in. It has these LED lights on the ceiling. I mean, I couldn't even like stand up fully in the thing the whole time. 
but it's this tiny little pool and it just was like this magical part of an Airbnb. Yeah. And I think that for me is one thing that we've continued to talk about is like just one of our favorite things in this trip. Airbnbs, new Airbnbs, it's like opening Christmas presents. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to get. Uh-uh. Some some of your presents kind of suck. Yeah. But some of them are magical and amazing. And, and you know, listen, they all come with their challenges and things, which we'll, I'm sure yeah, we'll talk no about. Yeah, no place is perfect yeah. is something that we've learned. But Villa Pauletta, this tiny pool and like the layout of the place wasn't the most functional for being there for a week. However... It totally worked. It's a good memory. Yeah, and I'm so glad that, you know, I wanted to explore more of Split, but obviously because of COVID, I was inside. Um, which I was inside with you, so. Yeah, you know, exactly. We just, us. we all isolated, but it was a nice place to be, the, the way that the timing worked out, just yeah. because it was comfortable and having that pool that made you so happy. There was a beautiful little garden space. I could tell that our Airbnb host was very bummed yeah. that they couldn't come over and like, interact with, with us. us. Yeah. Uh, we disclosed to them, of course, that, you know, I had COVID and so they were very lovely about it. She even brought over some like local bee honey. Oh yeah. With, and she was like, have this because yeah. it'll, apparently it's like the healing remedy of, yeah. and anyway, I did take a scoop of it, but I took a couple scoops honey, of it myself just to try Honey is a loose term. Yeah. It, this was like very, very, just came out of a bee's butt. It came out of a bee's butt or it's like someone dumped a, a jar of honey on the ground, stirred up the ground <laughs> yeah, and then ground. picked that up. Had some ground bits in a bottle. But hey, you know, I haven't had any lingering issues, so maybe that's, maybe it worked. I think one of the, my fun things is like right as your COVID isolation period ended, I was able to then go back out as well. And I did my cinnamon roll adventure of Split, which was very fun for me because for those of you who've been keeping track, (laughs) the cinnamon rollers, uh, (laughs) you know that I'm trying to eat a cinnamon roll in every single country just to like see how they do them. In some countries, it's not necessarily their thing, but I'm just trying to sort it out. And... I have to say, all the way up until now, Split has had my favorite cinnamon rolls of this wow. trip. So there were two bakeries that I loved. One was called Khrushchev Bakery, and the other one was called like Traditional Bakery, but mm-hmm. it had a, a Croatian name. Uh, but I, I basically went on this adventure. I found the place. I stood in line. I went inside. The place was no bigger than like a closet in a bedroom. Like it was so tiny. And the ordering was hilarious because I just pointed at things that, you know, I don't speak any of the language really. And then they asked to pay. And like before I even like had my money out of my wallet, she had moved on to somebody else. Yeah. Like just wasn't even interested in me anymore. Like we passed along. But the cinnamon roll was moist. Mm. It was fluffy. Mm. Uh, it had an interior moment that was not my favorite. You it was like this little like. You don't love like a, like a jelly like, interior moment. It, was, it wasn't jelly. It was like if you took some of the cream cheese icing and okay. like balled it together and put it in the middle. Mm. I just wasn't interested in that part, but the rest of it was really, really great. So anyway, this was a very fun adventure day for me because then I also got to go to my favorite coffee shop, Kava 2. Mm -hmm. And if you want to relive some of these adventures, we obviously have our videos up on YouTube from all these different places. And I do kind of relive some of that in that video so you can see it visually. Definitely. So loved Villa Paleta. Then we had planned this trip to take a ferry from Villa, from Split, excuse me, over to the island of Var. Oh, it's try very, again. Try again. The island of Var. Okay, <laughs> that's a hard. little harsh. It's H V A R, but there's a very particular pronunciation which Var. I have. Okay, you Var. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's <laughs> almost like you sneeze a little bit. You're like Var. Uh, far. I just <laughs> yeah. have never been able to get it quite right. Um, so, but my favorite part is that our Airbnb host asked if we would like a golf cart escort to the ferry the next <laughs> yeah. day with all of our luggage. Yeah. And we were like, I things was a little... You, things you didn't know you wanted. What did I say? I have transportation anxiety. I was a little apprehensive about like being whisked through the streets of old town split in a golf cart. But I'm glad that we said yes to it because it was one of my like favorite memories Yeah, is zipping through these like, 
these streets that are only big enough for a we'd golf cart to go through. down. Like we'd been walking through the streets and we're like, a golf cart is not going to go no. here. Certainly not. That's where and, we went. And then you see these like uh, pylons like coming out of the street and you're like, certainly we can't make it through that. And it's just like, everybody <laughs> suck your arms in. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had a great time. Oh, and then the most embarrassing part is he's like, I'll drop you off at the ferry. I think he's going to drop us off at the desk where we like, like show our port, tickets. Like, yeah. Like where port. you arrive at the port. He drives us out onto the dock <laughs> directly in front of the ramp, the ramp to yeah. get onto the ferry. And everyone's like looking at us and I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> but also great also because great. we didn't have to like tote our bags awesome. around. To- yeah. Total moment of like, Dodd, I said, drop yeah. me off like a block around the school. And in case you were wondering, it cost 10 euros. Like Amazing. what a great spend of $10. Worth essentially. It. Um, the ferry was a little, a little bumpy, a little bumpy, little, I, I, I actually got terribly seasick and had to take a Dramamine and we thought it was going to be Jason because he's I been would, seasick, I, mm, seasick before. Uh, mm, hold on. What's mm. up? What's up? You're not allowed to say terribly seasick. Do you know what terribly I, seasick okay, is? Okay. You're right. What's terribly seasick? You go on a whale watching tour and you where? stay in, where were we? Hawaii. In Hawaii. Yeah. And we, and you end up in the bathroom of the I boat. did a toilet bowl watching tour for two hours. Yeah. I watched that the is whales terribly seasick. and you watched the toilet yeah. bowl. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't terribly seasick because I was That's what fine, that is. but I felt gnarly. Yeah. So I took a Dramamine, um, even though it makes me drowsy. And once we got past, it's like an hour ferry ride, but then you arrive in far. Yeah. And it's just so stunningly beautiful. Again, Jason, like Jason said, if you if you've never like if you have nothing that's coming up in your brain of like what, what an island like. off the coast of Croatia looks like, go watch our YouTube video. Um, our channel is just at, at Wandering Aimfully. It was one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. It's this cute little town, this island. Yep. Um, and we stayed at a hotel actually. Yeah, and we uh, we were there in the off season. So when we got off the ferry, it felt like a good amount of people were there, but it's just because it was the one ferry for the day. And you start to walk around. So the longer we were there, we're like, oh, no, there's really not anybody here. Yeah. Which we also found out when we tried to go get lunch one day and like four places on Google Maps said it were they were open. <laughs> they were not open. We arrived. No one was yeah, there. Yeah, there were pros and cons. I would say the pro was just it was not crowded, which was fantastic. Yeah. The con was like not a lot of restaurants open. And also like there were quite a bit of the excursions that you could book through our hotel, but only one of them was available. <laughs> However, the one that was available yeah. was an incredible experience I will never forget. It was a winery tour hosted yeah. by uh, a friend of ours. Yeah, yeah. Our friend Bellman. <laughs> our friend named Bellman. Yeah. Who basically drives you around in this like old Jeep kind land of cruiser land thing. cruiser yeah. thing. And he took us to, it was supposed to be for a half day, but he took us to these two amazing local wineries. Yep. Apparently, Croatia has this incredible wine culture. Dates back, I mean, some would argue all the way back to the beginning of wine's creation. And so he's driving yeah. us all over the island. And it's it looks so, it reminds me so much of California yeah. and like the wine country in California. And so... I just couldn't believe my eyes of how beautiful this place is and the sun and the the water. If you Google Croatia and you see the color of the ocean is like this deep sea, excuse you. Sea, this deep bluish teal color that I just couldn't believe. And it's that's it's even more magnificent in person. And but our favorite part of the excursion. Well, yeah, if you want to watch the YouTube video, you can relive the two wineries that we went to and explore more of those. But really the the best part was the one that we had no idea was coming, which was we finished the two wine tastings and Bellman's just driving us back and we're, we think we're just heading back to the hotel. And all of a sudden he just like pulls off to the side of the road and he was like, hey, uh, come, come look at this. And we're like, oh, okay, what's going on? But like, we're, you know, we're 
all kind of filled up on wine at this point. So like, yeah. sure, whatever you want, Bellman. And by that point, we were good friends with him. We chatted. And so he takes us across this highway and he just starts picking up things off the ground, like little shrubs He's and like, things. He's like, smell this. And just and like just shoves like, it shove in it. our noses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got to smell fennel and we got to smell rosemary. Like and we got wild to... onions growing like on yeah. the side of a mountain. It was and so he showed bizarre. us this little uh, like inlet that there was nobody there. And I don't even know how you would find it. He was like, oh, this is where we used to go as kids. And like we would, you know, all this was our place. And then from there, we get back in the car. We're like, okay, we're going back to the hotel. Thank you so much, Bellman, for the foraging adventure. No, no. Bellman goes, no, no. can I take you to my favorite spot in FAR? And we're like, yes. Uh, yeah, sure. So he takes us uh, from the main road, get on this dirt road. Bellman does not slow down. We're going like 30 miles an hour up these like switchback turns. And at that point, thank you to the wine, we were comfortable because I that would have been miserable for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just was like, oh, it's yeah. not happening. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we got up to the top and we were able to see the highest point in far and overlook the entire town, the harbor, the hotel, all the little surrounding islands. And Bellman basically just like pointed out every single thing. It was so magical. It really, it made us love our time in far, even though there wasn't, there many things to do because most things were closed. Yeah. Uh, but it really was great. The hotel was fantastic. Wish there would have been more restaurants to explore, but honestly. I know. I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, we stayed there for about five days and it definitely, that was plenty of time, especially in the off season. But it's just really hard because as you'll hear moving on from uh, VAR, we just never were in a place for very long. So yeah. that's why, that's partially why we had to kind of pause on the podcast because again, we're going to keep moving through this timeline here, but no place could we kind of like sit and get comfortable. Yeah. Um, and that, and, and I, this is why, right? Because your book, you want to see VAR, but yeah. then you go two weeks in VAR would be total like boredom, you yeah. know, um, especially in the off season. So that's just a note on planning. And you're like, well, you guys did this to yourselves. Like, why did you make it so hectic? And it's like, well, these are some of the decisions you have to make, right? Yeah. So from VAR, we take the ferry back. Yep. We get on a plane and split. Yep. And we go to Paris. Yeah. And but talk about talk about quite a difference of two places. Yeah. Like you're in the off-season island of VAR where everyone's just chill and relaxed to like the hustle and bustle of one of the busiest cities right. in the world. Right. Now this was a really tricky travel couple of days for us because when we were planning this, we would, so we didn't want to stay in Paris right? because I was meeting up with my girlfriends and doing Paris for three days, but I didn't want to, it was going to be a week from then. And I didn't want to spend a full week in Paris because as you know, if you're cinnamon rollers, we're not city people. You call them cinnamon rollers. That's so cute. The, the lollers know. You're so out of practice. No, you the lollers even... <laughs> know that they're the real ones, but uh-huh, I, sure. I uh-huh. listen, there was uh-huh. a poll and I, <laughs> and you lost the roll poll. We're going to re-poll. <laughs> um, but so we knew we wanted to stay at a smaller town, but the problem is you would then have to train from Paris to the smaller town, which ended up being a place called Colmar. Yeah. Okay. But if you recall, we had just done a ferry yeah. from VAR to the airport, Yeah. a flight, which I'm well, not a first, good flyer. A taxi from the ferry place. A taxi. Yeah. So a ferry to a taxi to a flight. And yep. then I was like, we're not going to get on, then get on a train. It's right. just not going to happen. Exactly. So what we decided to do was spend a night in Paris. Yep. And near at a hotel. the train station. This was the hotel that we stayed in. I, I'm thinking to myself, I'll recharge my batteries. <laughs> I'll kind of get centered again. Do you have like a nice shower? I'll have a nice shower. Luxurious just shower. Rinse off Not the, that there wasn't that in far at the lovely hotel. It's rinse just like, off the yeah. uh, flight from me. Yeah. Okay, this fancy schmancy hotel in, in Paris decided that they wanted to have an op- a tub. Yeah. Okay, a tub. 
but an open air shower with not no, not an ounce of glass, yeah. not an ounce of a curtain. Yeah. And so you just, and it had a handheld squirter. What do you call those? <laughs> a handheld squirter. Yeah, that's what they call them. When shower you look head. at the box, it's like, do you want this handheld squirter? And the next one, like, or this one. Even as it came out of my mouth, I was like, no, that's not right. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. uh, a handheld shower squirter, head. Squirter. <laughs> And so I get into this shower and water is just spraying you were across so the angry. room. And I was so mad. I'm the one who doesn't like things to get messy. And you were so angry I'm at this. I'm taking this shower. I can't even enjoy it. I'm watching the entire bathroom <laughs> just covered in water. All I wanted was to refresh. Anyway, that was just a, that's a low. We're going to share with you the highs and the lows. Yeah. Bellman's Foraging Adventure wine tour was a high. The Paris bathroom that squirted all over the bathroom yeah. is a low. I don't know. Keep <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, so anyway, we we spent that night in Paris. It was totally fine, and it did what it needed to do. We we needed to break yes. up the travel day and because we, we were correct in yeah. not getting straight to the train. So then, and this is where you're not going to find a video because we just we were so tired by this point of like you know the hustle and bustle to get to this destination. We took the train from Paris to Colmar the next day, which is. Uh, our it was our first train experience. That right? was our first train, which is yeah. hard to think about because now we've done like six train. I know, experiences but it was from them. it was a little yeah anxiety inducing. You ended up having to sit backwards and yeah, we were fun. trying tried not to sit backwards because I've I've sat backwards before on a train and I didn't feel great. It wasn't terrible, but just like didn't make me feel good. Anyway, we ended up sitting backwards. But I will say the one thing to mention about Europe travels uh, specifically via train is, wow, is it easy. Yeah. It's amazing. You just walk into the train station with your pre-purchased tickets that you already have on your phone. You have your bags with you. No one checks a single thing. You look up at a screen. Your uh, your gate, quote unquote, gets called where your train station or your train's going to arrive. You walk to that place. You get on the train. You sit in your assigned seats and you're good to go. Yeah, especially being from the States where you're just, you're flying everywhere or yeah. you're driving. Train travel is so amazing. And of course people told us it would be, but once we got past that first initial discomfort of we've never done this before, you know, it's been years since we did this. Yeah. Now, you know, we ended up taking, I think four or five trains and yeah. we're, we're and the difference is more. like, we, we would love to take more trains. The, the problem is that not all of them go where we want to go easily. Totally. And actually the biggest part problem is that we're trying to do the visa thing where, yeah. you know, with the tourist visa rules, we have to go in and out of the Shenzhen region. So you're always pretty much going to have to fly in that yeah. case. Yeah. It's just um, like you're not going to get out of it. So, so yeah, we ended up in Colmar and for those of you who have not heard this before, there's a rumor that, uh, beauty and the beast, the town in Beauty and the Beast was modeled after Colmar or neighboring town Strasbourg. We're not sure, but you could see very much why. We won't tell you too much about Colmar just because like it very much was a stopover between, you know, trying to kind of like recalibrate after Havar before my girls trip. And when I say girls trip, this is my two girlfriends that I've known since I was like three years old. Yeah. And they decided that they would fly over. And I'm sorry. Is that, are you ending Colmar right there? No, no, no. Oh, I'm just, okay. I'm just Oof. kind of, there's something that we have to talk about no, in Colmar, which I thought you were going to, they decided they would fly over. We would do a girl's trip. We haven't done one in like five years. And of course, after COVID, you know, no travel years. Um, and so they said, let's do Paris. And I said, I don't love Paris, but I'll do it for three days. And then we'll do a smaller town Avignon to kind of yeah. break up the week. And so the Colmar was like, three or four days or maybe it was like four or five days where we were just supposed to kind of like get our, you know, bearings kind of recalibrate and all of that. Now it ended up not being really bad (laughs) (laughs) just because we just didn't love it. It didn't suit us. Um, it was very touristy. It was also Easter week. Yeah. So there was tons of people. We just could never feel very relaxed there. Yeah. Um, and it felt very like touristy and commercialized to me. Yeah. I think that's the thing we realized is 
Colmar. At least the heart of it. The, if you're from Colmar, the outskirts were absolutely lovely. I don't think anybody from this is <laughs> listening is in Colmar, but if you are, let us know. Uh, but yeah, it just, you walk around and you just could not get away from people. Whereas in like, even in Paris, you can get away from people by going in different areas and neighborhoods. In Colmar, it felt like everything that you wanted to be around, you could not get around people. So anyway, it's so much smaller. The, the Airbnb ended up ended up not being that great either. It was super creaky. Like everywhere you stepped, it just felt like this place was about to fall apart, which is fine. Some of them are going to be like that, and, and that's some of the charm to them too. But we did have an amazing part of Colmar that we will not forget because as of right now, it is the best meal we've had since doing it's this the trip. the top restaurant that we've eaten Yeah, at. so this restaurant is called L'Arpage. And if you watch our uh, South of France video that actually just went up on YouTube, um, we have a little shout out to it. You can see some of the photos of the food if you just want to really get your eyes on it. Side note, we know Colmar is not in the South of France. We just didn't have a video we, for yeah. Colmar, so, so we, we had to include it We in threw the it in video. there. Uh, but this restaurant you found actually from, uh, you got your hair done, Got my Colmar. hair done, best haircut of my life. So and Colmar to, brought us some good things as me, well. my hairdresser was like, you have to go to this restaurant. We happened to get in a reservation and... It was just this little, like, off the beaten path, but it had 4.9 stars on Google. Which is, yeah, which rare. Which is, I've, I honestly don't think I've ever seen also it. Also with, like, hundreds of reviews. Like, yeah. you can have a 4.9 with, like, 16 sure. reviews, and you're like, oh, I don't know. We get there. We're the first people there. He takes us to this, like, the, he being the manager. Gregor. Gregor. Yeah. Takes us to this little secret garden in the back. Yeah. He brings us the chalkboard, which a lot of the French restaurants Love do. It. They give you the, the daily menu on this chalkboard. And he was so patient in talking us through every menu item. Um, that was another thing that we didn't mention, but the second we got to France, it was a real shock for us, even though we knew, but it was the first place we've been where really there was a language barrier. Yeah. Because at least, you know, in other places, like a fair amount of the people spoke English. And so it, we, it was lovely. Like we we love the French language, and but we just don't speak very much of it. So yeah. it just was one added complexity for these like three weeks where we were in France. But anyway, the food, unbelievable. Oh, it was just amazing. I mean... Uh, I can tell you exactly how good it was. We came back the next day again. We came back the next day yeah. before our train out of town because we were just like, why, why, why would we go, go anywhere any, else? Yeah, this is an unbelievable And meal. we saw things on the menu that we wanted to have. So um, if you're ever in the area, Whew, look up Look up Larpage in Colmar. Different than Larpage, which is another French restaurant somewhere else. All right, we got to move along. So then we take the train from Colmar. We go back to Paris. Yep. I meet up with my girlfriend. We split up. We split up. Don't bury the lead. We separated for, well, it was a week in total, but we, you know, three days and we met back up. But yeah, yeah I ended up staying at a, a hotel uh, near where you were staying, where your Air, Airbnb was, because I wanted to go to a different country and just like have my own travel adventures. But I got that idea poo pooed, uh, which is fine because it actually was probably better off that I didn't go off somewhere else. And then who knows? Again, I now knowing what I know now, I would have totally been like, go anywhere you want. But yeah. when we had to plan all this, this is, we were like three weeks into traveling this year and yeah. I was still just like a nervous Nelly and I was like, don't leave me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I just stayed at a hotel. I basically, you know, I was going to go and try a bunch of restaurants and do things. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to make it easy on myself. Like I'm going to order Uber Eats. Which I think was super smart because you actually got a little bit of recharge yeah, time. Yeah, which I usually don't get. And, yeah. and a lot of times, you know, you're not getting recharged. So then I'm not feeling recharged no matter what. So anyway, my whole time in Paris, I did get some cinnamon rolls. Uh, they were decent. They were fine. Um, but I, yeah, I just basically spent in a hotel room. I was editing videos. I was catching up watching Netflix, like doing that thing. But you had a whole other adventure. Yeah. I did do some sightseeing, by the way. I saw some stuff. A My triangle, a French triangle. It was nice. <laughs> My time in Paris was honestly better than I could have even wanted it to be. Mainly because I had such low expectations because I'm not a city person. But three days in Paris, even if you're not a city person, was lovely. Yeah. And we really 
like it just it all gelled the three of us like my two girlfriends like we were very upfront about what everyone wanted out of the trip you know sometimes friend trips are hard because like everyone wants a different thing and I don't know it just like really worked out to where everyone got what they wanted out of that trip we ate at some fantastic restaurants we didn't force ourselves to try to see the whole city or like didn't force ourselves to like try to go to the Eiffel Tower like we we walked by it but we didn't like try to do all the really touristy things Instead, we just like ate at a really couple really good restaurants. We went to this organic market on Sunday and had a picnic in the park. Yeah. You know, the girls got to do a little bit of shopping. We hung out at the Airbnb and chatted and talked and caught up. And it was just like lovely. And I think it was, we just kept saying it was exactly what we would have wanted like a girl's trip in Paris to be. Yeah. And so that was wonderful. And then we met back up with you at the almost, train station. Almost didn't. Almost didn't. <laughs> I was being very much like the mom of that week because I didn't have Jason with me. So I was trying to like take charge. I'm typically the mom. Exactly. Yeah. And so for the girls, like I was like, okay, here are the train tickets and whatever. So I bought the tickets and right as we're about to head out the door to grab the Uber to go to the train station, there's more than one train station in Paris, as yeah. you can imagine. I think to myself, I better check those tickets because I think Jason thinks I think, well, I thought as well that it was the train station where we had come in from on the Colmar. train from Colmar. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I think it's not. it. And so I look it up and it's a totally different train station. And I call him at the last second and I'm like, hey, yeah, so it's not that train station. <laughs> it's a totally different one. Thank goodness you had not left yet. Well, and also this morning I was ready for like two hours. I had yeah. gotten up. I get up early. Like we were leaving at like 9 a.m. You know, our train was, I think, at like 10. And I forced myself to stay in the hotel room and not get to the train station an hour and a half early. Yeah. And just by chance, I was just waiting patiently. And then you called and I was like, why is she calling me? What's going on? And then you were like, um, um, <laughs> hope you're not an Uber yet. Funny story. And it all worked out. It was totally fine. I but know. it was it was a good exercise in for me, like testing my own patience, not having to like be somewhere hours in advance and just kind of rolling with, oh, okay, well, now this is a little curveball, but it'll be fine. Like we'll figure it out. And we exactly. did. So we met up at the train station. Took the train to Avignon. Uh, took the train to Avignon together. So we were all together. Uh -huh. So I got to experience some other humans after being and by myself. And we checked into our Airbnb. You checked into your Airbnb. And we ended up like crossing paths several times because by that time, so the whole point of like not being with Jason, I would have loved for him to join us on so many things. I didn't want to be that girl yeah. in the girl's trip of that we haven't taken in five years to be like, hey, like yeah. here's my husband. Like, <laughs> you know, like we, I know we wanted girl time, but by, by, you know, three or four days of spending time together, they were like, does Jason want to come with us to dinner? Like they love you. So, yeah. um, that was, <laughs> who doesn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> not everyone. Uh, oh, wow. everyone who listens to this show, I can tell you that much. <laughs> uh, maybe not. I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. You do hate listening. Not, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that was, so that was really nice of them. A couple of times yeah, you, you joined up with us. It was and, very enjoyable for me because, you know, I got to Avignon and I was trying to like stretch my legs a little bit and not just, you know, and I didn't want to just eat Uber Eats all the time. There were also a couple of really good restaurants that mm -hmm. I wanted to try. One of which was my Michelin star restaurant in France. For those of you who have not heard, uh, this was like my goal for this year was to eat in a Michelin star restaurant in every country that we go to. Hold on. This is like rules? you living out the chef's table dream. Absolutely. For sure. And if, if any of you have seen chef's table on Netflix, Jason, yeah. like from the second it came out, he was obsessed with it. Yeah. And so that this is just your, this is one of your hobbies is like oh, culinary adventures. Absolutely. And, and so actually your friend Emily found this restaurant and so I went two nights before you all mm -hmm. went. And so I got to experience it. And also just eating at a very nice restaurant by yourself, it's a little bit of a bizarre experience because A, no one else is eating there by themselves. So that kind of feels odd. But B, the whole point of eating at restaurants is to share it with somebody else, to like experience the food and talk about the food and like, you know, just pine over it and all these different things. So well, that 
yeah. That kind of like reduced the like in the moment enjoyment of it. But looking back, it was definitely one of the best meals that we've had. Well, and this we was also, at a restaurant called Pollen in Avignon. We also talked about, it just made us both appreciate how much we like to do that together. Yeah. Because even like, I had a great time with my girlfriends, but it was a totally different experience doing it with them than it was even with you. And it just made me really realize like, oh, this is something that we really enjoy together is like yeah. going to a like, I, I don't even want to say nice meal because it, it doesn't even have to be like fancy. It's more about the creativity of yeah. the food that we love. And like, we love talking about the flavors and we love just like, the it's experience just our favorite thing. Yeah. yeah. The experience of it. So yeah. So Avignon was, Avignon was, you had a food tour that you did. Oh yeah. The food yeah. tour definitely made me love Avignon even more. There's certain parts of it where I'm like, Oh, this is a bigger city than I thought, which isn't my favorite. And then there are other pa- parts of it that are extremely picturesque and very south of France of what you'd imagine. It's a, it's a walled city as well. So yeah. like you get around the edges and it's, you know, it's a walled city. So you have like these like high, like fortress style walls. Yeah. And there's even a bridge that's like a famous bridge that you can walk out that only a three quarters of it's left, which is very fun. And the, the big papal palace is there, yeah. which is really But that huge. was about the point where I started like really to start to fall in love with the south of France and understanding like why people love it there. Yeah. And just, I think the seasons were turning too. So it was just becoming spring and everything was in bloom and it was yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. And just, I very much became intoxicated with like the food, the language, yeah. the everything. So that basically wrapped up your time with your friends. So then I wrap up that with our friends and then I'm just going to be honest with you guys at this point, I was pooped. Yeah. You were pooped. Okay. Because it had been COVID. Then it had been five days in VAR. Then it had been Colmar, which was like not very comfortable yeah. and like not great. Then it had been lots of trains and planes and everything. And then it was like a week of being with other people, which yeah. as an introvert is just, it can be very draining, even if those are your best friends in the whole world. And so by this point we meet up together and I'm like, I need to just relax. <laughs> okay. Like this was our whole week to reset before Greece. And like, I'm ready, ready to just like, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the week where I experience relief. Yeah. We pick up a rental car. Yes. We drive to a little tiniest, tiniest village. And how did we find this village? We found this village specifically because we found this Airbnb. Yes. That looked unbelievable. It was out in the middle of nowhere in a little village. And it just had so many cool features. It had this like outdoor pool. It had this, it looked like an old chateau, very much not our style, not modern in any regard. Yeah. But it looked and it had incredible reviews and we just thought, oh. Great. Yeah, well, and I remember when we looked at the photos, it had so many photos of all the different rooms and things. Yeah. There wasn't even a photo of the kitchen. Like, that's how many things there were to look at. Right. What we, were, we call it the Tateau, which is the tiny French Chateau, the Tateau. Yeah. And I just remember us being so excited about this area because we're like, you know, no one would ever think we would pick this place. Right. But we just wanted to pick this unique spot in the middle of nowhere in the south of France. and to just chill. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just setting that up for you because literally... Let's first say within the first twenty four hours, it is magical. Yeah, the place we arrive. Yeah, we get there. We the drive there was just unbelievably stunning. Beautiful. Again, everything in bloom. You're driving past wineries. You're driving through rolling hills, little roads. I mean, it's just very. Charming. We get to this village. There's yep. only like thirteen homes in the entire <laughs> village around a church. Yeah, and we're like, oh my god, and we get in the Airbnb. And we're like, what? This is so wild. Like it's got three different levels and it's built in this like structure, which is I'm sure hundreds of years old. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe teetering on a thousand years but old. But at first, then we're like, there's quite a bit of like antique furniture in yeah. this place. And that was part of the charm. We just thought, okay, this is like the whole thing of like French de- yeah. decor. It's very French country as you would yes. imagine. 
And after about 24 hours, the magic of staying at the tattoo starts to wear off and we start to recognize it for all of its discomfort. Yeah. And this is just about us being transparent. We go into detail more in the YouTube video. Yeah, which is up now. Where you can see it with visuals of this place. But like, this is one of those places that we could very easily have made it sound like it was a dream and a half yeah. because it's just so unique and so different and yeah. like picturesque for picturesque sure. Picturesque, And it comes across in photographs so unbelievably, but the reality of a week where we were trying to recharge yeah. after so much travel and nothing was comfortable about this place. Yeah. I think that's the thing that was the most difficult thing about the tattoo is that it was so uncomfortable everywhere. Yeah. The only couch was in the like basement essentially. And it was like a damp cellar room, <laughs> which you never wanted to spend time in because it was also dark. Right. And then, you know, if you watch the YouTube video, it we say this multiple times, like it's lack of natural light. You look at the video footage, you're like, guys, you're dumb. There's so much natural light. No, the iPhone is just playing tricks because we would be in rooms and you're just like, it's just like, turn up the brightness slightly. In yeah. Here. And that, that is the week that really made me realize how much natural light has an impact on my mood Yeah, because I was starting to get in a very negative headspace because not only the lack of natural light, also the second day I'm there, I start to realize a familiar yeah. pain in my shoulder and I'm like, please don't be shingles. Please don't be shingles. And by the third day, I'm like, it's shingles. So this fourth is time my in fourth four years. time in four years having shingles. Um, and you might be like, I've never heard of that before. And you'd be right because <laughs> I'm, it's a very rare, um, but it's just my, the way that my body responds to certain types of stress is just this, this is how it responds. Yeah. And so I think, I think also, my guess is that my immune system was also lower just from fighting off COVID. Um, I have another friend who got shingles like about a month after they had COVID. And yeah. so it seems like maybe that has something to do with it. Um, but it just was such a bummer because I was so ready. I was just at my bottom of my bucket energy wise yeah. and travel wise. And then to be at the bottom of my bucket health wise at the same time, it just really, really sucked. Yeah. And this, the eight days here in this tiny village, there's no grocery store in the village. I mean, there's nothing, there's right. no easy things to get to. Um, it just made it so difficult. And I think that this was probably, I mean, I would, I'm, I know I'm speaking for you here, but I would say this is your lowest point of this journey. Yeah. I would say with the, yeah, I would, I would definitely say it was definitely one of, I would say maybe, maybe getting COVID was another low point, but well, yeah, I'm just saying the lowest. Like, yeah. I think when you felt like, I don't know if I could keep doing this, like this, yeah. you know, and it's not enjoyable. also come to find out. <laughs> so long story short, I won't bore you with how we got the, the medicine. Thankfully, I had an ailment that I knew the remedy for because right. I've taken the medication before. The antivirals. The antivirals. So we're in a country where we don't speak the language, but thankfully through many hoops and, and different scavenger hunt items <laughs> through a pharmacist who found me a doctor who she swore spoke English. He's Canadian. Turns out he's French Canadian. He speaks zero English. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, he's Canadian. And we're like, Oh great. <laughs> great. Only find out now he's, he's French Canadian. Canadian. Doesn't uh, but that's okay. He, through our language, uh, you know, barrier, we figured out that what he needed to get me. He wrote me the script. We got the prescription. It all worked out fine. But this particular medication, some of the side effects have not affected me this negatively before. No, not at all. Maybe it's because I'm not in a comfortable environment. Maybe it's because my immune system is lower. I have no idea. But I got to like a really 
sad, sad place for a, a few A lot days. of discouragement, I would say. <laughs> we, I like, I was like, Jason, I do not feel like myself. Like, I don't know if, is this, is it just because this point in travel is like, what is it? Am I just so tired? I also just like picked a fight with you about something. And we were like, on a walk and I was like, whoa, what just happened? And I really never have that type of like, like I'm irritable sometimes with that level of yeah. like a s- explosive irritability. So I go back and I Google, Google this medication and the first three sim- <laughs> side effects are like discouragement. Yeah. A general feeling of deep sadness, <laughs> <laughs> irritability. And I'm like, holy shit. Like what? Yeah, yeah. So I've just never had medication affect me that way before, but I feel pretty certain that that uh, yeah. altered state was due yeah. to that. And, and I think just this, this time in the tattoo we had such different expectations and the reality did not even come close to matching. And like also the Wi-Fi, it worked for three minutes and then it would stop. Right. So it was this perfect storm of of the point in our trip where we were the most tired, the most everything, like, and then not being in a place that was comfortable. So there were some highlights. I will say the village that we were in was beautiful. And whenever I would be sad, I would just go outside and go for a walk and we would stumble upon like a centuries old windmill and we'd be like, what? Or there was this bouldering trails behind our Airbnb. Literally right behind it. And like, we would go for a hike and I would look out over this like stunning landscape and I would just, it would fill up my bucket again. So that was the saving grace. Yeah. Uh, There was a pizza truck that came once a week that even when it was the day that it was raining and we thought he might not come. Shea Roberto showed Shea up. Shea Roberto showed up, rain or shine. Was the pizza great? No, not really. But was it, was, it a fun adventure? It really and like was. Gave us joy? Absolutely. It really was. And and then the day that we had to go in and get my medication, we went to this town called Uzez and it was just, I think one of our favorite cities we've visited it's, so far. Yeah, beautiful little city. We spent the full day. We had a nice little lunch on a patio. A great patio. walking city. You can yeah. walk it in a day. We went to a medieval garden. We'll save that for the YouTube video if you want to go relive the medieval garden because <laughs> yeah. we have some stories about getting not stuck in a staircase, but like, you know, it wasn't great, but you can watch the YouTube video for that. Uh, but yeah, so from Uzez, and yep. actually the town that we stayed was La Capelle et Masmaline. Yeah. It was so small that the town of La Capelle and the neighboring town of Masmaline combined because they were so tiny to make one town. <laughs> which I love. Which I is love just that. great. Uh, yeah, so, so, yeah. So, we, by the time we hit the end of that week, we were ready to go and we were off to another country. Yeah. And, so, we returned the rental car. I'm yeah. just going to pick up because you were just telling all oh, kinds of stories. And so now I'm just Fantastic. taking over here so we can go back and forth. That's like a thing that we do. That's so sweet of you. Uh, so, we returned the rental car. Rental car situation was easy and great. We had a train to take from there to the city of Lyon mm-hmm. because we found a direct flight from Lyon to Crete, the yes. island of Crete in Greece. And the reason why we picked that island in Greece and not any of the other more famous, more well-known islands is because... Well, Crete's pretty famous, but... Yeah, but I mean, like, for travel, like, people sure, don't sure, think, sure. like, Mykonos, I'm going to Crete. Exactly. Santorini. Santorini. All yeah. those. Um, was we had done some research when we realized it was going to be my 40th birthday this year. Can you believe? Uh, I can because we just, we celebrated Yeah, it. also yeah. our next podcast episode is going to be a little bit of a birthday celebration episode, so. Oh, okay. Bring out the twirlers and the swirlers and the squirters. And I'll <laughs> I just... knew you were going to say squirters. <laughs> uh, so we did some credit card points. I say we, I did some credit card points hacking to get us a bunch of Hilton Honors points. Mm-hmm. In last which, year we did this. Last year. In which we could use for a hotel that we would figure would be my birthday hotel because staying in a hotel just would make things easier. Wouldn't have to like think through all these different logistics. Anyway, we stumbled upon this Royal Senses uh, spa and resort hotel in Crete. Mm-hmm. And so we found this flight from Lyon to Crete. So we return the rental car. We get on the train. We stay one night at an airport hotel, the nicest airport hotel we've ever stayed at. Fantastic. NH Airport Hotel Lyon, 
some of the best Stay food there. we've ever had. I mean, I had seriously. The, the best burger I've had of any place all year was I, at this I place. can't say enough good things about an airport hotel. How ridiculous is that? Great but gym. Like, yeah, really great. It was, all of it was fantastic. Uh, so then we took the flight from Lyon to Crete, which had its own fun adventure, and that we booked a business class ticket, which was not that much more expensive. Yeah. We get on the plane. <laughs> we're sitting in business class. There, I think, are three rows, two sides of the plane each. Not another, not another person in business class. We're the only ones. And it was just kind of weird. And then like the, the... And this is... These are the moments where I'm like, oh, I think because it's not that much more expensive, people are like, oh, it's not worth it. And like, it's not that much different. Right, exactly. Like when you... Like the seats are like a little bit more room, but for me, it makes a huge difference because I can't fit in normal European seat rows. Like I just physically can't. My and also with my flight anxiety, usually if it's within our budget, we yeah. like we don't tell you guys that we fly business to be like, Oh, we're yeah. trying to be like, no, the difference online is business. it's because pay for the things that are going to make your life, like pay for the things that are worth it to you to make your life and yeah. your peace easier. And so for my flight anxiety, for your size of human, it just works. Yeah. And literally we're talking about on some of these flights, a uh, hundred euro difference per, per ticket. Yeah. Like it's not, some and of I, them are and double. Of course that's not nothing, but, yeah. but like that gives yeah. you an idea. It's not thousands of dollars. So anyway, we, we sat on this in the business class section of this flight. The, the plane starts to leave. So we're like, Oh, we're the only people in this. We get up in the air. They close the curtain to like separate. And also it's like a half curtain. So I can still see everybody's legs, which is just always <laughs> like, the best. It feels so awkward. Like, okay. And then we, we just have like it. this lovely, like personal flight experience. And you're like, Oh, okay. It's surely like this is, it's not going to get any like better than this. And not to say that it got better, but it got weirder. So we landed. Yeah. The flight attendant who oh, we. Also gr- one of the best in-flight meals we've oh, ever yeah. had. Do you remember that For meal? sure. This was on Aegean uh, Airlines, by the way, in Great case you're meal. just like, I don't know, going to book things that we're talking about just to share. <laughs> like going straight to Crete on yeah. Aegean. Uh, Aegean Airlines was Via fantastic. Leon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we, so we, we land, we're on the runway because this is what happens in most European airports. You don't like pull up to a gate bridge, which is what we're so used right. to, or a jet they bridge you. where you like walk off. So we, we are sitting there, the plane has stopped, we're getting our bags out of the overhead bin. Uh, and we, the flight attendant kind of shimmies behind us. We're like, oh, that's weird. They don't usually do that. And it's like standing where the, like the other group of people were. And we're, and we're like, like this is weird. He He's like asking us about our backpacks. We're like having a great little moment. Kind of distracting us, if yeah. we'll be honest. And we're yeah. like, what are you doing? So we get off the plane. It's, it's uh, 10 PM at night, by the way, yeah. which is not our favorite thing, but like, it's just the only way that this worked out. We see a bu- shuttle bus and we're just like, okay, we assume no one said anything. So well, we, we just, we came down the stairs and there's nobody like pointing us to right. go anywhere, but, but probably 10 feet in front of the end of the stairs is a bus yeah. with a, with the doors open yeah. of the back. And so we assume, oh, everyone, we're going to go in this bus. Everyone's going to file in behind us yeah. and then they're going to bus us to the main, like that seemed like normal. But it wasn't that obvious. Right. And so we get on and I'm like, well, I guess this is what we're supposed to do. And the doors close behind us. No, we get on. <laughs> we turn back to look at the plane to watch other people get off the plane. Right. We see our flight attendant go, bye. bye. <laughs> I forgot the bye. bye. And we're like, okay. And then, and then the doors close for the bus and it, mo- it moves away. And we're like, hold on a second. Like, we just got like what? a private bus, which was so inefficient see, and so wasteful. My first instinct was like, oh, we did the wrong thing. And we're right. like go- yeah. going to like a maintenance area. Yeah. It's like actually my first instinct. <laughs> and then Jason's like, wait, I think this is a business class thing. I think they just give you a private bus. I'm like, okay, this feels really wasteful and dumb. Yeah. The ultimate irony is we get dropped off at the baggage claim. We're standing in baggage claim at the baggage claim thing. All the other people from the plane get bussed over, and before a single bag comes out, we're now all in the terminal. So I don't together. know what the 
benefit of that yeah. is, except for you just get a cool experience of getting like a personal bus. That's true. So then uh, Yurgos took us from the airport at 10 p.m. at night to the hotel, that which was is an hour drive. Huge anxiety of mine was this idea of like being around these like very high islandy roads late at night but i made it okay and i'll say like that drive was not easy and also when we returned in the daylight on the drive back to the airport i mean you did a pretty great job those were some windy roads up and downs a lot of like elevation changes um i you know i think some business class wine probably helped like take the edge off a little bit thankfully no i did it wasn't i I had my medication so i was so you just did a great job actually okay Um, so so we arrive at the hotel Right. And oh, so big bug. the biggest thing I wanted to say is we could not have needed this week more yeah. at this point in our trip. Like based on everything that I just told you, we're coming off of like Uza or La Capelle and everything and where we were. And th- we had low expectations because we were sort of like, we had looked some stuff up online and we, and there the, were mixed reviews. The photos of course make it look uh, unbelievable, right? Yeah. Like, like a dream. But then you see some of the like YouTube videos of people actually there. And I'm like, I don't know. It looks, I just can't get a gauge on what it's going to be. And so people had mixed reviews. And so I'm like, okay, let's just keep our expectations low. Let's just eat. Regardless, it's going to be an amazing week of relaxation for us because we talked about this before. Like I think, doing Airbnbs versus hotels. Sometimes we really want a hotel because you don't want to have to like think of every meal. And like, it's just a different level of decision fatigue staying at an Airbnb. And so breaking it up with hotels is kind of nice sometimes, but it's not always like cost effective and whatever. Yeah. And so we were like, at the very least, it'll be a week where we're in a hotel. We don't have to think about anything. We get there. And it, this place just exceeded all of my expectations. Yeah. It was really lovely. I mean, we arrived super late at night, so you don't really get to like see the property that much. You know, we, we got taken to our room. We got dropped off. We were so tired. We basically just like got in bed and went to bed. I will say it is not what you think of, what most people probably think of when they think of a Greece resort. Right. Okay. You, so if this is not like the Greek Isles. All white. This is not the yeah. white with the blue. This is more, Crete is much more like rugged landscapes. Natural. Natural, almost deserty at times, yeah. but butting up right up against the sea and it's stunningly beautiful water and color. And even this resort, when you kind of get there, you, you're quite a bit far back from the ocean. So you're kind of like, Oh, and you can see like desert area and you can even see other hotels on the water. Yeah. But once you are in your room, especially ours, cause it was like higher up, you have this like almost more than 180 degree, like corner to corner yeah. water view. And it just took my breath away. It was just so peaceful for my eye to look at the horizon and to kind of take a deep breath, exhale after what was like six weeks of hectic travel and COVID and shingles and all of that. And to just be able to be like, (gasps) what about your other eye? You said it was peaceful for my eye. Did one eye not have a peaceful adventure or you don't know which one. Okay. And then also to celebrate you, of course. Yeah, for sure. And and I think, uh, you know, we'll save a lot of the stories for the YouTube video, uh, that'll go up pretty shortly after this podcast episode going up of our, our time at the hotel, the Royal census hotel. And this none of it's sponsored. Like we paid for this out of our pocket. We paid for an upgrade on the room. We paid for all of our meals, even our private meal at Kratamos <laughs> when like there, I think there were three restaurants at the hotel and one that was closer to our room, not in the main area opened like the second night we were there. And I love this about hotels these days is that they just like, you just get on a WhatsApp with somebody yeah. and you can just like make reservations or ask them questions or whatever. Like it's such a great system. Uh, and I get it. Like you can just call down to a front desk, but like it's just easier in text when you know someone speaks English and you don't have to worry about it. But yeah, we had this lovely private dinner that would just like, it felt so special and it felt 
I said, sorry, accidentally private dinner. Yeah, we didn't. It, didn't, it was not booked as a private dinner. Up. It's just nobody else showed up at the restaurant because I think word had not gotten out that the restaurant opened yet. Yeah. And so we had an entire restaurant to ourselves accidentally. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. So the, the 40th birthday was that week was just so much fun. There was a uh, little water park where we got to go down slides by <gasps> the ourselves. water park day Also was accidentally private water park because everyone just stayed at the main pools apparently because it was kind of far away to go to the little water park. And it was just shoulder season enough like I think a lot of the staff we talked to there and they said oh you'll see it next week it'll start yeah. to so like literally we got in the week before it started to really pick up yeah and so we had all of these like very unexpected private moments that we yeah. would couldn't have planned for so yeah Crete was great we have another week we'll talk about that next week yep. we'll get caught up on that but that basically catches you up from leaving Croatia getting to Greece for my birthday and then next week, as we like resume normal weekly podcast episodes, talking a little bit about business, talking a little bit about travel. But you can uh, probably we'll tell, based on everything we just shared with you, why it was necessary to kind of take a step back from the podcast. Because all of those places that we mentioned to you, we were not in a place longer than a week. Yeah. yeah. Which is just not our favorite thing, but it just was the way that it all worked out with the schedule. And so Greece was really the reset, um, kind of more of a vacation Yeah, vibe. absolutely. From, and we got this advice from many people who yeah. did full-time travel before. They said, like, as much as full-time travel feels like a vacation in itself, because you're doing this amazing thing, there's so much that you're having to do. So build in some time when you just can, like, relax. Turn it off and just and actually this is, get away. I don't even know if we have this planned for the fall, but we should. Like, we should figure out another week where we're just going to do nothing. Yeah. And just have a relaxing thing. And maybe pick another hotel because it just made it so much easier to... There's no, like you said, decision fatigue. Just, oh, we eat breakfast here. We eat lunch here. We eat dinner here. I don't care if I'm eating the same thing for a couple of days. I can do it just to, like, not have to think about something. Definitely. All right. We are excited to take you along on the journey. Yeah. Thank you for bearing with us while we needed to take a step back. And like Jason said, we'll probably have to maybe do that again at some point because yeah. the fall is going to be a little bit hectic again. But when it's all said and done, like just this journey is incredible. Yeah. And I feel like as a person, I'm changing yeah. in the best way possible. Like I just think for the past couple of years, you know, there was just like a sort of stagnant energy, not in a bad way, but just some years are for kind of staying in place and, and kind of hunkering down and being in a cocoon. And I think for a lot of people that, I mean, there was no option. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But this, this year has been such rapid growth and challenges and, it's kind of like, you know, I'm learning so much about like, how do I handle it mentally when I'm in a challenging place? How do I get myself through that? I'm learning a lot about that and I'm really grateful for it. I'm grateful to do it with you. I love the people listening to the podcast, you listeners of the podcast and also (laughs) you, my husband, Jason. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. And and I do feel like at certain times I wish we could make more content about our travels and like share all these stories and like these amazing adventures and, you know, especially like Instagram, like stories are made for these things, but like we just don't have the energy or the time. I know. And it sucks because it's like, we only get to tell you, you all one or two stories of a place, a memorable meal here, an Airbnb there, a friendly local. But like this trip is like tenfold of those memories. It really is. And so I just, I wish we should have hired someone just to come with us because <laughs> like we're so rich, time. you know, like, just like a full-time <laughs> videographer, just all, and then like off camera, they can always ask us questions. 
you know that would have been like fun. a full documentary of our year and yeah. like people like who is that what's going on uh all right that's it for this episode we're glad to be back in your ears we will be back next week and then hopefully we'll continue our weekly uploads for a while until we need another break but hope you're enjoying it uh and that's it that's all we got okay have a good day all right okay bye bye